When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Happy Friday, everybody. We made it. We made it through the week. What did you say? So we're here. We're queer. Get used to it. Um, I can it's barely. saying we used to say. I know. I can barely hear you. I just didn't know why. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. Um, okay, so today we have a special guest. Is she in there, Holly? Can you see her? Yes, I can see her. We have been talking. We have made contact. We have Donna with us. Hello, Hi. Donna. Hi, Donna. Hi. How are you doing? Happy Friday. Thank you. Happy Friday. I'm very. I'm having a very stressful day. Why? I don't know why. Oh, don't ask. Don't ask follow-up questions. Oh, sorry. Just, I forget. It's just been a day. Have, you guys have rules. We don't have rules on our show. Oh, yeah. I forgot. It's chaos. It's just chaos. Other than nothing is real and everyone smokes exactly (laughs) okay so um the reason we've brought you here today donna is because yesterday you peeped uh, or you eavesdropped okay you were just listening to our show yep yep. when we were talking about the those country music award situations that happened the other day Mm -hmm. and you we were talking about how country maybe isn't a genre that we're super duper familiar with on the colleen and bradley show not really at all at all Oh, I felt like there was some judgment layered in there, <laughs> no, but I don't care. So Holly was telling us about this Eric Church character, and, and we were like, oh, no, no, what do we know that he sings? And then she told us what the song was about. And I thought, you know, that is something funny or interesting about country music is every song has like a narrative arc. There's, it's almost like a work of literature. Well, and there's usually some like uh, standard tropes. Right, yes. like it's going to involve an X of some kind. Yeah, usually uh, riding riding shotgun is a common theme. Yes, and drinking. There's a lot of drinking. A lot of drinking. Um, so we thought, wouldn't this be interesting? Why don't we do this? Why don't we present Donna with a narrative of a country song, and then Donna, your job is to tell us what that country song is. Okay, which country song? The narrative goes with. Okay, I might be a little rusty, but I, I think that sounds like it. something in a country song. <laughs> That's the guy's name, Rusty. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so shall we start? I'm going to do the first one because I wrote this one and it's a little messy. So I'm going to uh, okay. cobble it together. Are you ready? Yes, I think so. Okay, Donna. Yes. This song is about a bunch of guys who went into the Wild Horse Saloon mm-hmm. to get free beer from their friend who was a bartender. And they were hanging out joking and they were watching a girl on the dance floor got it honky tonk badonkadonk oh my gosh oh my god she totally knew it (laughs) so it's trace adkins 
sings it, but is there someone else on the song I can't remember? Uh, is it Blake? Dallas, Randy. I don't know. Those are the writers. They're the writers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. It you doesn't know these look things. like it. <laughs> Trace is the only one who's uh, credited on the YouTube video. Okay. Trace Atkins, honky tonk, badonk, adonk. <laughs> okay. How did it feel to intro that song back in the day? Here's um, honky tonk, <laughs> I think I would skip that part and just go, here's Trace Atkins. <laughs> You never, you never got really into the badonkadonk. No, you know, and now in 2020, doesn't it seem a little inappropriate Rude to have a song making fun of a lady who loves her booty? Yeah, you know what? I have to be perfectly honest. I didn't. Know, I don't know the lyrics, so I'm just going to read here. Hustlers shooting eight ball, throwing darts at the walls, feeling damn near ten feet tall. Here she comes, Lord, help us all. Uh, yeah, it's the honky tonk badonkadonk. Yeah, Oof. maybe they yeah. were into it. It's, I think they were. They, it's, they sound pretty excited about it. <laughs> All right. Bradley, why don't you do number two okay. for our friend Donna? All right. So we're going to describe a country song for you, Donna Valentine, and you have to tell us what that song is. Got it. This, this song is premised on a man who's had a fight with his wife and goes to a bar, asking the bartender there for the good stuff. As they talk, this the bartender reveals... Huh? <laughs> Kenny Chesney. Is it? Mm-hmm. I don't see the it answer. Is. So it is. Gonna, it's called the good you. stuff. She's yeah! right. Yeah. I mean, we just, oh! just kind of gave it away. <laughs> but yes, it is called the good stuff. It's a yes. really nice song, actually. They get honky tonk, badonkadonk Badonkadonk song? <laughs> no, but I really love, this is the era of country that I really liked. Okay, so this is good. Okay, so... Um, we're going to do, we've got a couple more. Can you stay with us? Sure. Okay. So the next one goes like this. Uh, and I'm, and I'm cobbling this one together too, but just deal with it. Okay. So this is, uh, the, the singer is trying to tell a story about this guy. The story is to warn women about him. Uh, so the singer puts herself in the place of the woman who's been burned by this guy. She wants to warn other women about the evil ways. It's a telling a story about somebody they know or met who's tried to pick them up in a bar and, uh, that we're we're warning the women about what kind of guy this is. Okay, so is it a it's a woman? Mm-hmm. Female singer. Female singer. Mm-hmm. Warning. Ah, oh, say more things. Okay, so how about this? The the person who sings it was an American Idol alum. Oh, I know what this is. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Carrie Underwood before he cheats. Nope. Close, no. though. Uh. I mean, it is Carrie Underwood. Okay, it's the Carrie Underwood. The song is, I don't know this song. I have to be perfectly honest. It's called Cowboy oh, Casanova. Think... Oh, yes. Okay. Okay, this was not one of my favorites. That was a deep track for you. That was a deep cut, yeah. Okay. Yep. There's a lot of alternative country that I like. Yeah. Or you're more of an Alison Krauss person. Yes, Lucinda Avoided, Williams, yeah. Steve Earle. Oh, I love Lucinda Williams. Like that kind of stuff. Yes. Ryan Adams kind of stuff. Mm. All right. One Bradley, more. I'm going to let you do the honors with the last one. All right. So this is your last chance. And uh, <laughs> you've gotten all of them so far. So you're well, doing just good and fine. And I hope you're going to get this one too. Okay. So... Here is your last song. A guy is excited to get into his American automobile (laughs) and drive his female companion around in the middle of nowhere where he slowly puts the moves on her 
and is really excited about her well manicured feet. Whoa. <laughs> oh. Okay, there's so many songs. The feet thing threw me off because I thought maybe it was Pickup Man. No. Um, there's a song called Pickup Man? Yep, Joe Diffie. <laughs> of course there is. And there, seriously, cars and ladies figure so prominently oh, in the God. narratives. It does. Is it Brad Paisley? No. Oh, shoot. Uh, is it Big and Rich? No. Um, see, it could be anybody. Is I know. it uh, Thomas Rhett's dad, nope. Red Akins? Nope. Is it- so what if I said it involved like putting your manicured uh, nail polished feet on the dashboard? This kind of sounds like a Florida Georgia line sitch. No. Shoot. Uh, Guys, look, I'm failing. Jason? What if I told you there was a Chevy? Jason Aldean. Mm-hmm. And the song is, uh, give me a hint. There's what, a Chevy. What would you do in the Chevy? I mean, oh. don't say make out. Just don't say it. Uh, drive. <laughs> mm-hmm, but Or you would. Drive. But if you were the passenger, you wouldn't be driving. You'd be shotgun. You'd be, but you'd be maybe. Backseat driving. No. <laughs> like you're really bad at this. Riding. You'd be riding. <laughs> riding. You'd be I, taking. A little. Drive? Ride. <laughs> Oh, take a ride. Take, is it take a little ride? Yeah. Okay, that's not a huge hit either. We 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 had to make a more complicated Damn, as we went. Damn, guys. You did, I, I Wikipedia. I googled and I said country songs from 2012, and this was one of the top ones that showed up. Darn it. That's about the time I left. Yeah, this was a big hit. This was. Yeah, thank you. Um, Maybe we'll play again sometime. I was going to let you put that out there. So we might just rope you in and make you play this with us again sometime. All right, you guys just let me know. Donna, can you do me a favor? Sure. Just have a really good weekend. Don't tell me what to do, Colleen. Okay, fine. All right, no, you have a good weekend, You you do it. Okay. Love you, bye. Bye. That's our friend Donna from Donna and Steve. We just put her country music knowledge to the test. I think she did a fantastic job. Yeah, she did a wonderful I'm job. Way impressed. better than I thought she was going to do. Me too. I thought mm-hmm. that was kind of hard. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Holly Roberts is going to bring us all of the dirt straight from Hollywood. We've got a dirt alert coming at you right after this on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. From Hollywood. Oh, hi. Holly Roberts has brought us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. I don't know. I feel like that was was strange and abrupt. And ghosts Mm -hmm. in the machine. So we'll figure all of that out uh, while we talk about Carl. (laughs) That was scary. That was weird. Sometimes there are things that happen that are not ordinary. Mm -hmm. And then it's startling. And then we have to move on. Yes. Well, the good news is I don't hear what I heard before. Oh, so you're sounding. Yay. Okay, great. So now we can all talk about Carl Lentz, the pastor that was fired from Hillsong. So the latest on this story is that the branch of the Hillsong Church. So Hillsong is a worldwide network of religious churches, organizations, what have you. Mm -hmm. Carl Lentz was in charge of the branch in New York City. Now we're learning from the head of Hillsong that they are launching an independent investigation into the inner workings of Hillsong, New York City, East Uh, Coast. Interesting. Interesting. This very interesting. Um, This is the story I think we've been waiting for. Right. 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 Because... Well, we knew Let's it had be to be clear. more than just a lady 
that he was yeah, let's be... getting busy with. Exactly. As we've said throughout the week, uh, this has got to be more than just lady problems. And even if it's just lady problems, it has to be lady problems beyond just this one particular incident. And one would imagine that if the organization is investigating an entire branch of this church, it has very much more to do with one person's singular affair. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. So reps for Hillsong confirmed to the New York Post that the church has decided to appoint a New York-based legal firm that is not associated or affiliated with Hillsong to conduct an in-depth review and investigation into all concerns and any wider cultural issues. So they're saying that they're taking it extremely seriously. And on the basis of the report, they'll be able to better position to take on whatever actions are deemed necessary to right the wrongs and see Hillsong East Coast move forward in a way that enables many more people to find hope in Jesus. That is their statement that they've made. Now, interestingly enough, the Post reported yesterday that Carl Lentz sold his $1.2 million house in New Jersey just days before Mm. the announcement that he was fired from the church. Oh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Hmm. So he knew what was up, probably. Yeah. 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 And I think he probably knows what's up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And there's something up. And there is something mm-hmm. up. Something is afoot. It's definitely not nothing. At the Circle K. Mm-hmm. At the Circle K. Yeah. Uh, Amber Heard shuts down rumors that she's being replaced on Aquaman 2. She said she's excited to get started filming. So there have been rumors, at least for the past year, that Amber Heard was going to be replaced in her role in the Aquaman film series because of all of the legal trouble between herself and Johnny Depp and that Warner Brothers just didn't want to deal with it. But she's going to be back as Mira in the upcoming Aquaman 2. She said she's super excited about the amount of fan love and the amount of fan appreciation Aquaman has acquired. And uh, it means we're coming back. She says, I'm excited to film that. We're excited for her to film that. To be, no, I mean, if you're an Aquaman fan, yeah, <laughs> well, and you're it's, excited. You know, it's interesting because going back to her ex Johnny Depp, who essentially was fired by Warner Brothers from the Fantastic Beasts film series, mm-hmm. Warner Brothers is also the studio behind Aquaman, and it seems like they are taking a position by supporting Amber Heard in her pursuit of this role oh, and as it keeps going. So there's, I feel like there's a lot behind the scenes going on with all of that. I, you know, I got to think that's got to be one of the harder things um, that studios and executives have to try to keep track of in Hollywood. Like which X is on the outs with which X, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and, and how, what choices they make and what the implications of those choices might be on a, Global level. I don't know. Well, yeah, there's a lot of people who work at movie studios who make. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. These decisions, you know, one of the things that's been fascinating during this time of, of COVID and as much as the inner workings of Hollywood are concerned is that you see what a big job it is to market and to publicize big darn deal movies yeah. and that it's not just happenstance like Colleen and Bradley you guys have made a whole podcast about mm-hmm. going deep in the shallow and unearthing these uh, mechanizations of Hollywood and, and what's really going on and that kind of proves that yeah there are tons of people who make a pretty decent living mm-hmm. mapping all of this out yeah so by the way thank you for that plug Holly oh yeah you're welcome. Yeah, go deep download. in the shallow get it wherever you get go your podcasts yeah subscribe review thank you smash Do that it. like button five smash stars it. please tell your friends yeah tell your family uh, tell the person at the grocery store <laughs> tell please. anybody tell anybody Anyone. for the love for the love <laughs> for the love <laughs> Um, something that we have to look forward to on Sunday is the debut of season four of The Crown. Yes! Yes, it's I really got, You guys, I gotta catch up on that show. Okay, yeah, stop. Are you going to? Sure. You're not. You just no. started another... No, you're not. You, you watched Grey's Anatomy and its spinoff thing last night. I can't night. even talk about it. I'm gonna talk about it later. <laughs> yeah. So, you're not, you're not taking any time to watch The Crown. Because you Fine. watched Grey's Anatomy and whatever, Ladder 69 or whatever the hell no, it's, it's called. No, it's Station 19. Okay. <laughs> Ladder 69, 69 is an entirely is a, different program, Holly. Is, get your mind out of the gutter. That is a position. It's Friday. Okay. Uh, so Netflix. Lori would know what yeah. position that is. Yeah. You might want to ask her during her show. She would happily mime it for oh, you. Ladder 69. <laughs> oh, I know that yes, one. Everyone knows that one. Get over here, Bradley. Let me show you how that works. <laughs> oh, boy. It's a long story. It happened. Anyways, uh, so, all right, so we find ourselves in the time of COVID. We find ourselves in the time where we're not getting together and doing things like TV premieres on red carpet. So Netflix for The Crown season four had an inventive solution to how to get around this. So Netflix sent the stars of The Crown their very own little red carpets and their very own step oh. and repeats. Oh, that's so oh, that's cute. adorable. And so all the stars set it up in their own homes and decided to have their own little version of a red carpet. Oh, that's so cute. Helena Bonham Carter, who plays Princess Margaret, wins because she brought her dogs on the red carpet nice. and she's wearing a sparkly tiara. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like her. Yeah. Oh, this is so cute. Yeah, so cute. Super inventive, right? Yes. Yes, and we And get... you would totally not know, right? Like, just, I mean, obviously you know, because you'd be like, wait a minute, are they doing that? And it's, you know, it's the moment we would find ourselves in. But right. just looking at the photos, it other than some bad carpet. lighting from Olivia Coleman. I mean, it, it looks like a normal red carpet. They did obviously take the pictures with their iPhones. So oh, yeah. you're right. Yeah, uh, I was going to say. Not always great lighting, but, but, but it is adorable. Yeah, it is very adorable. And uh, the reviews for The Crown Season 4 are saying that this one brings the salaciousness because this is where we're getting into the storyline of Prince Charles and Princess Diana and her arrival on the royal scene. Okay, I really do. I do. Okay, I'm not going to say it, but you know what I want to say. <laughs> what? Nothing. 
I do have to catch up with she's, this. She's not going to watch it. You just started another series, so you've you've got to do that first. Yeah, that one's a quickie. What Queen's series? Gambit? Oh, the Queen's Gambit on Netflix. Yeah. I'm yeah. We're like we'll be done with that this weekend. I've got time. Don't worry about it, guys. Okay, well, we're Fine. not going to worry about okay. you. We'll check in with you on Monday. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Alrighty. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Uh, so, six weeks before the Christmas weekend, and Hollywood is speculating whether or not Wonder Woman 1984 is going to be out in theaters. Mm. Now, there's lots of speculation over on Friday that the movie just could eventually end up on HBO Max in early January. So, just plan on that. <laughs> Just know if that. There was Just plan that. accordingly. Mm-hmm. If there's a premiere before May or June of next year, I have a hard time believing it's going to be in a theater. Yeah. Because it, even once people start going back to the theaters, you're still going to wait on some of these blockbuster films, right? Because you're just never right. going to have critical mass. You'll right. have some people. I mean, people are going to theaters today in different parts of the world, but even though less so than maybe they were a month ago, but, you know, it yeah. just doesn't seem worth it. Right, right. So Wonder Woman was supposed to come out in June. So think about that. Then it was pushed to October. Then it was pushed to Christmas. Mm-hmm. And then going back again, we've been getting all of these marketing rollouts for all of these big movies. And then the big movies never come out. And, I, you know, I just want to see Chris Pine in a fanny pack. I'm gonna be honest, because they've been teasing <laughs> that thing for a darn year. Well, so maybe hi. we'll be able to get hi, it Barth. in January. You know, I have uh, standards. You uh, do. No, I don't. Oh, thank My you. <laughs> thank you, Holly, for that dirt alert. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's time to play the 30 second pop culture challenge. 651 641 1071. If you want to play, we'll give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. And if you get them all right, you win a prize. We do it every day at 1230 right here on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day at 1230 right here on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and Hi. this is your 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 seconds. Who's on the phone today, Colleen? Thank you for asking. Who's on the phone today, Holly? It's Betsy. We've got Betsy on the line. And what is Betsy playing for? She's playing for this. Betsy is playing for a digital pass to go to, on her couch, a viewing of the movie Uncle Frank on Monday, November 23rd. Yes. All right. Are you ready to play the 30-second pop culture challenge? I am. Timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Do, 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 do. Here we go. Lil Nas X came on the music scene with what massive hit? Old Town Road. Achy Breaky Heart was a hit in the 90s for what singer? Billy Ray Cyrus. What is the name of Mickey Mouse's dog? Pluto. In The Lady and the Tramp, what food do Lady and the Tramp eat during a romantic dinner? Spaghetti. In Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, the guys have to pass what subject in school? Oh, gosh. Math, science, nope. English, chemistry, nope. history. Yay! There was! History! Congratulations, Betsy. And enjoy that movie. Uh, and enjoy it from the comfort of your very own couch. Congratulations. And hold the line. I need to get your info. Okay. Hold the line. Holly needs to get your info. While Holly's getting her info, Bradley, I think we need to talk about something very important. And that is the fact that 
on Wednesday of this week, we debuted our fresh and shiny brand new podcast. Oh, yes. This is a podcast, ladies and gentlemen, that if you've been enjoying our show for the last 10 years plus, you're going to love. Why? Because it allows us to go <laughs> deep in the shallow. Er than we normally do on our show, meaning we get to take some of the topics you're used to hearing us talk about, publicationships, et cetera, and we'll just focus on one topic per episode, and they all, or I should say, they each come out weekly on Wednesday. So the first one came out this Wednesday, and it was on... People Magazine. It's a big, fat scam. It's a big, fat scam. So we, we haven't heard from their lawyers yet. Not so yet. I don't know. They must have approved. I think that everything that we it. said was stuff that they've said about themselves. I mean, maybe we it's, just it's said so, it with our our uh, personal acerbic uh, tone. Um, and, however, hmm. I just want people to know that that is the kind of thing that you will begin to expect from go deep in the shallow. We will go incredibly deep in things you thought you didn't care about and will either make you care about them more or make you look at them differently. That's what we do best on the Colleen and Bradley yeah. show. So get those, uh, get that podcast wherever you get your podcast. Just make sure you subscribe. And then if you would be so kind as to leave a nice review for the algorithm so other people can find and enjoy Go Deep in the Shallow. Thank you so much for playing. Thank you. And now that we've answered all those questions and told you all about our podcast, we can move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items that Holly's brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Okay, celebrity gossip mysteries to solve this afternoon. Here is our first one. Apparently, there have been a couple of big fights between the foreign-born permanent A-list model and her permanent A-list athlete husband about the athlete's house guest to the point where the model is staying somewhere else. Ooh. Sound like a Tom Brady and, and Giselle situation? Yeah. Ooh. She's not like living at that house. house. Uh, allegedly, his house guest, I believe, uh, was another. It's a person named Antonio Brown. Now, he uh, might be a football player as well from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So he's just getting rowdy with his peeps? I guess so, to the point okay. where Giselle is like, I'm not going to eat my acai bowl in this house I can't, anymore. I cannot eat with this kind of hullabaloo and skullduggery. Oh, my goodness. Hullabaloo and skullduggery? You That's don't a know. lot. You don't know what they're up to there. That's um, true. That's interesting. I mean, we haven't heard anything out of them for a while, so. I do just want to say, I feel like their house is large enough that, you know, she could find some space elsewhere right. in it. Yeah, they probably have days of the week toilets. Exactly. <laughs> Which makes you wonder if, in fact, they actually enjoy each other's company. Exactly. Aww. Right? Mm-hmm. Item. Here's another celebrity gossip mystery for Colleen and Bradley to solve. Let's try to solve this. The A-list actress can huff and puff all she wants, but it's no sure thing that she's going back for the superhero sequel. Oh, Amber Heard. A-minus. Like, that is... That's big. I'm sorry, that he gives her A-minus status is interesting to me. Yeah, I don't know that I would think of her as A-minus, but I guess... Who am I to judge? Right? Oh, wait, we only do that every day. For a living. Yeah. Um, okay, fill in the blank. All right, so Amber Heard can huff and puff that all she wants, but it's not a sure thing that she's going back for Aquaman 2. So smart on her to plant the story in Entertainment Weekly, being like, I can't wait to get back. 
Well, of course she can't wait to get back. Yeah, but she also might have to wait to get back. Yeah. Because she might not be going back. Right. Her dreams were her ticket out. Mm. (laughs) But make no mistake, Warner Brothers is going to have the final say in all of that. Interesting. Okay. All right, here's another celebrity gossip mystery to solve this afternoon. The reality star couple who make their living from various reality shows are telegraphing their next one with the announcement that they need counseling. Mm-hmm. Of course they're going to do it in front of the cameras. Okay. Is that like a Tory spelling That's what I was Dean thinking. McDermott? Could be. Also, there are some hints that uh, there. it's another couple. Chloe uh, Kardashian and Tristan Thompson. Oh, yeah, that's a good guess. No, that's good too. Then there's one more. Okay. Old school. Old oh. school reality couple. Ozzy Osbourne and Sharon and Osbourne. Sharon Osbourne? No. Okay. Uh, that's and, really old. Well, school. they're old school, but they're not as old. Old school, <laughs> but not old. Oh, what about um, Heidi Montag and Spencer Pratt? Ooh, yeah, that's what that was good. Really, that one kind of you got that one. Congratulations, nice work. Uh, <laughs> good blind iteming. Yeah, wow, you guys. <laughs> participation trophy. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So it could be any of those reality couples that you just mentioned, but uh, that they're telegraphing their next one with the announcement that they need counseling. Of course. They're going to do it in front of the cameras. Now, I would the smart money is on Tori Spelling and Dean yeah. McDermott or that it's Spencer and Heidi. Uh, my feeling about Tori Spelling, this is just my opinion for what it's worth. Tori Spelling and Dean McDermott have done so many things in front of the camera that I think people don't even actually care anymore about them. Right. Like, yeah, well, it's just like, what are they bringing to the conversation? Nothing. They're not even like bringing like crazy over-the-top drama. It's Mm-mm. just kind of sad, pathetic, manufactured BS. Right. Exactly. Because then, it, it, I suppose, it's the conundrum of the initial wave of reality stardom is based off of a, a another kind of stardom that has already, like, we've gone through the nostalgia cycle. Right. So, like, we're not nostalgic for Tori and Dean What did they do? Remodel their kitchen or something? I don't even remember what they used to do. I don't even know. So there's like no nostalgia for that. No. Anyway. Bernie Hanna. Okay, well, we do have nostalgia for that. We do. That was a good moment. All right. Here's another blind item. For us. That's true. Don't believe the hype. The actress who had an iconic role on television was not running around naked in her garage with a knife. We missed that story. It was another woman who was hooking up with the now ex of the actress. Lots of cheating went on in that relationship. Wow. How did we miss this I know. Actress who had an iconic role on television, running around naked in her garage with a knife. Yes. But it wasn't her. It was the cheater, cheating husband's mistress. Well, this allegedly happened, so I'm going to put this into context. Okay, that would be good. Uh, when I Googled this and the person that this is about, this is a confirmed blind item, by the way. Uh, this happened in April of 2018. Oh, okay. Um, but we know this person and we kind of know her ex. Like you, you definitely know this person. And we, did we hear, so we missed this story. So we have no point of reference for somebody running around naked with a knife. No, I we totally missed this story. 
So give I, us some kind of a hint. Where would we pinpoint this person? Well, in she's the pop culture pantheon. She's a list. She's eternally a list. I would even say that she's permanent a list. Uh, she sometimes has a sad publicity narrative around her. But she's Jennifer right. Aniston. <gasps> Jennifer Aniston what? running around naked in her garage with a knife. But it wasn't her. Oh my gosh! And it was Justin Theroux, probably right. Okay. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me that there was a lot of cheating in that relationship. But well, yeah, she. Go ahead. Oh, I... I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I was just going to say, there was a woman and it was the woman that Justin Thoreau was sleeping in that was oh, actually sleeping running around. In. He was sleeping in her? <laughs> yes, like a, a wow, ta- like, like a tauntaun. Like a tauntaun. <laughs> From the Ice Planet Hoff. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Here's the headline. Well, let me fill in the blank for you, and then I'll give you the headline quick. So don't believe the hype. Jennifer Aniston was not running around naked in her garage with a knife. It actually was another woman who was hooking up with her quote-unquote husband, Justin Theroux, because let's be honest, they were never legally married. So apparently lots of cheating went on in that relationship. So back in April of 2018, according to 911 records, a female suspect wearing, quote, no clothes was in the garage of Jennifer Aniston's $21 million Bel Air home, threatening a male victim with a possible knife at three in the morning. And this was, I mean, this got called into 911. Yeah. How did we not know this? I don't know. I don't think people were looking for it because this was reported like a year and a half later by our friends, not friends at Radar Online. Oh my gosh! Well, yeah, and we probably would have written that off as some as nonsense, tabloid nonsense. Except for that, there was an actual nine one one call. By the way, this nine one one call, uh, or this incident happened right around the time of their split, and just before the nine one one call. Okay, see now I'm getting real deep into this because I'm going to want to do some research. Um, he was seen, that's uh, um, Justin, Thoreau, Justin Thoreau. Thoreau, was seen with a 26-year-old woman by the name of Erica Campbell out and about. Well, let's see if Maybe she, she was, was naked in the garage with a knife. Holding a knife. God, wow. that does not sound good. But glad for Jennifer that she dropped that zero. No kidding, guys. She didn't get with anybody. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I did watch Grey's Anatomy last night. Oh, I know you guys. Cute. I know you guys want to hear all about it. I'm not going to tell you all about it. However, I'm going to tell you enough about it that I think the parts that I think you will find interesting, I will. uh, We can discuss when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. How's it going? Good. How are you doing? I'm really good. Um, okay, ish. I was up I was up <laughs> late last night. Uh okay, not late. 
but really just till 10, watching Grey's Anatomy. And I oh, have some somebody thoughts. Has to, okay, don't, you are so rude. It, they are on their 3,000 season. We poked this fun is, at your willingness to watch this show that never ends for years. I love this show. I love this show. And um, it came back last night, which was a big deal. But here's, okay, so I just want to give you the context of why I think it's actually important to talk about it because normally I just watch it in peace. And never, ever say anything about it, because I know mm-hmm. that this is not a safe place. Mm-hmm. But the but the theme... <laughs> it's not like, a safe place. But they are really incorporating the COVID-19 um, real-life situation into the storyline at Grace Sloan Memorial Hospital. Yeah, that's smart, right? Grace Anatomy. it's a hospital and there's a pandemic. It'd be a little weird, I think, if they, like, took a left turn. Well, you know, what's interesting about it is, Bradley, I, I don't... I, I, I'm, I don't know how I feel about it because two things. Number one, there's another show that's doing this that I love, and it's um, This Is Us. So I love that show. They have incorporated the COVID-19 thing, and it feels a little weird to me because when they left us at the end of the last season, mm-hmm. they had to like really quickly pivot us into this COVID-19 world. Yeah. Um and it just, I just imagine, like, on the one hand, I think, okay, yes, like, it is reflective of what's going on in the world right now. Art imitates life. Mm-hmm. At some point, you know, when you watch it back, maybe 10 years from now, if, if somebody is watching one of these shows and then they bring in the COVID-19 storyline, it will tell a story about what life was like during yeah. the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Well, but at the same time, it like disrupts the stories that you're used to. And it, because sure. now they have to like abide by all the social distancing, et cetera. So, well, mm-hmm. here's the first thing that I found. Okay. I just want to get this off my chest. This is a thing that Shondaland does or that Shonda Rhimes does uh, with some frequency, probably twice a year. They have a major crossover event with the show that precedes Grey's Anatomy called Station 19. That's a spin-off. Not Ladder of Grey's. 69. Not Ladder 69, which is what Holly thought it was called. Station it's like 19. It's a fire, fireman show or fire per, it's firefighter. It's a firefighter show. show. And it is a spin-off. Uh, one of the characters on Grey's Anatomy, her husband, became a firefighter, and that's what spun this show off. Got it. But they'll do like a crossover episode. And guys, here's the thing. I don't like Station 19. I don't watch it. I don't care about it. Well, also, crossover shows are really hard. And it used to be kind of like a novelty, like when maybe they were two shows that you absolutely loved. But for the most part, if you have a great affection for one show, the last thing you want is some other show showing up in the middle of your moment. Right. Right. So, like, I get that you wouldn't like that. So I was irritated because I was like, oh, man, they're going to make me watch Station 19 and then I can watch Grey's Anatomy. Well, okay, this the crossover, and I'm saying this for people who haven't watched yet, who maybe feel like they need to watch and they think they have to watch Station 19. You do not. You don't. Nothing, nothing worth anything happens during that hour of Station 19. Can I... Can I ask you a question? Yeah. And maybe this is where you're headed. Mm-hmm. Um, because I saw this blow up on social media last night. I'm not going to say anything um, other than to say, did they make you wait through that crossover to get to the punchline? And by punchline, I mean like the the shocker, the surprise that blew up social media last they night. They made you wait through not only the crossover, but then two hours of Grey's Anatomy to in the last minute and a half two hours they it was okay so that thank you that's what? frustration number two station you 19 two hours? three hours bradley 
because this, Station 19 who, is an who hour. Who are these people? I know. So I felt manipulated and angry. So there is that, and I will get to that. But the second thing I do, I do need to address this because I had just watched the news just prior to watching Grey's Anatomy. And you guys, here's the deal. We're starting to face another PPE shortage because you may say, but we solved that problem. Yep, we did solve that problem and things were great for a while, but those things get used. And then the more they get used, the more they disappear. So we're having a hard time keeping up with the need for PPE. Wear your mask. Don't get me started. So I turn on Grey's Anatomy and imagine this like feeling like you just got done seeing a whole entire story on the national news about a shortage of PPE and why we should be worried about that. And then you flip on Grey's Anatomy and they are head to toe on this imaginary show where they're pretending to be doctors head to toe in PPE. Yeah, that's awkward. It's super because anybody anybody standing back from that for a moment goes, well, wait a minute. Can't shouldn't somebody else be using that? Like maybe it was handcrafted PPE by the wardrobe department. Who knows? Who knows? But, but in that moment, you're like, okay, so we've got a shortage. And now here's, okay, yes, I know. They can reuse it. No big deal on the set. No big deal. And they're probably also using it a little bit for their own protection, right? Because they're exposed. They've got extras for days. Um, but yes, Bradley, and to your point, in the last three minutes, there was a major throwdown omg what the everybody heck? was freaking out i saw lots of all caps yep. and people giving away the spoiler so like let's not do that but were you excited about no, it? i'm annoyed Happy? i'm so oh, annoyed because now we're gonna have to deal with this oh it's so dumb <laughs> when we come back but you'll keep watching <laughs> you know i will when we come back on the colleen and bradley show what are the tv shows have you been waiting for just the right job then welcome to the end of your search Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.